body, first of all, it is not going to recover from all of those workouts. You're going to hurt and you're not going to want to go back. So we got to create healthy relationships with these new goals that we have by slowly adding it into our life. Otherwise, we're going to have these negative opinions towards working out if we jump right into it and our bodies are so sore that we can't even get out of bed or sit on the toilet. So before we hop into today's episode, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and supporting our brand. Me and Alyssa started FitGrind just about three years ago, and we've been working every day to grow this brand and grow this community. So we want to thank you for tuning in and listening to what we have to say. If you'd like to support our brand and the content that we are producing, you can head over to fitgrindapparel.com. You can use the code JORDAN20 or Alyssa20 to save 20% on your next gym outfit. So if you're looking to level up your gym outfit, go check it out, fitgrindapparel.com. Let's hop into today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode five, and today we're going to talk about how to achieve your fitness goals, making this the year that you reach the fitness goals that you set out for. And we're going to go over how can you structure not just your workouts, your nutrition, but everything around you to make this the year that you achieve those fitness goals and turn this into a lifestyle and a habit so that next year, you're not trying to do the same thing where you fail your, your fitness goals and you're trying to set out to achieve the same goals that you set this year. So we'll talk about how to achieve those, how to structure things, how to set yourself up for accountability and how to really set yourself up for success. You know, it's such a cliche thing to say, I'm going to achieve my new year's goal this year, but I also think it's just the best way to start the year fresh and um, cheesy or not, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. So how do you feel about new year's goals? <laughs> I think new year's goals are great because I think it is a, a good time to reflect on what you're currently doing and where you want to be. And if there's a, a gap between that or to look back on the previous year, see what you accomplished. And then like we always talk about setting that next bar. So if you had a really successful 2023, don't sit on what you did set that next bar, whatever it is, you know, today we're going to talk about fitness, but you can apply this to any, any aspect of your life. If you didn't have a successful 2023, take what you learned and take the things that you did wrong. And some things that we're going to talk about in this podcast today and set yourself up for success in 2024. I think that, you know, most people, when we're looking at fitness, new year's resolutions, new year's goals, a lot of people don't succeed. And that's unfortunate because it'd be awesome to see everybody succeed and everybody just to turn fitness into a lifestyle. But I think that you can achieve the goals that you're look that you're setting out to achieve. You just have to structure things. You can't just expect things to change and just expect to, to see results very quickly. You know, you can't get frustrated with that. And we'll talk about all that today, but I, I love nearest resolutions uh, for me personally too, as well. I love, I love setting new goals because it's just setting that next bar. Yeah. I mean, obviously new year, you're, you're setting a new, new goal, but I think throughout the year, it's, it's also important to continue to set goals. So, yeah. Yeah. So that new year's goal isn't just this one big giant goal that you have to accomplish. Um, it's, it's kind of set into bits and pieces, which we'll also kind of get into, but yeah. So the first tip that we have for you And this is one that is going to set the foundation for your success and is really going to 
make or break if you achieve your fitness goals. If you mess this first thing up, it's going to be very easy to fail. If you succeed on this, this first tip that we have for you, you are one step in the right direction and you are on the right path to achieving your goals. And that first tip is to make sure that you are setting realistic expectations with realistic guidelines and you're doing things actively to achieve your goals. So the number one thing that you can do is really just make sure that you're, you're setting realistic goals. That doesn't mean that you don't set big goals. You know, if you have really high goals or really big things that you want to achieve, I'm all about that. I love setting the bar high, but you have to make sure that you give yourself enough time to achieve that and that you're patient enough with that goal. Because if you're not patient with a goal, you're not going to succeed changing your body and changing your habits takes time. And I think that is one of the biggest areas where I see people mess up and they really don't set themselves up for success because they get frustrated and they quit. Yeah. So you have a very big goal and then you take that big goal and you break it down into smaller goals. So I think if you give yourself a, a timeline, like for instance, just as an example, Jordan and I want to do a half marathon or a marathon and we are training for that marathon. So we break that down week by week by adding in mileage, increasing mileage, because you can't go from one extreme to the other. So that's, that's kind of a good example. You know, somebody who says, okay, my goal this year is to, maybe it is to run a half marathon or run a marathon and you are not a runner. Um, I would suggest starting by just running first of all, <laughs> and second That's of all, place to start. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, you know, do a 5k and then do a 10k and then do a half and then go to that marathon. Um, it doesn't mean you can't get all of that done in the year, but just to get your, you know, your toes wet, I would suggest starting with that 5k, 10k half, but that's just an example um, of just taking those baby steps to that goal. And I think you're going to see more success out of that. And you're going to feel more fulfillment along the way when you start seeing the progress. Because like Jordan said, if you go from one extreme to the next, you know, if you go from not working out and wanting to go to the gym every single day, your event, your body, first of all, it is not going to recover from all of those workouts. You're going to hurt and you're not going to want to go back. So we got to create healthy relationships with these new goals that we have by slowly adding it into our life. Otherwise, we're going to have these negative opinions towards working out if we jump right into it and our bodies are so sore that we can't even get out of bed or yeah. sit on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and also the risk of injuries is so much higher where your body is, is able to achieve amazing things and it's going to be able to handle every throw at it within reason. So if you're not currently exercising, you go to the gym seven days a week, starting January one, you will get hurt. You will get injured because your body can't acclimate to that, that stimulus from the gym to where, okay, maybe let's start off with three times a week. Let's start off Absolutely. getting the gym, three workouts every single week, you start to build that routine. You're consistent with that. And then maybe add another workout. You had a fourth workout consistent with that. And you're seeing good progress and you want to add another day, add a fifth workout and so on and so forth to where you have to acclimate slowly because the risk of injury is so high. And another thing that I wanted to mention too, and it was to one of the things that you said, a lot of times when we get new people that come into the gym, especially around the new year's, but really all throughout the year, we have a lot of people that are trying to 
lose weight and that is their primary focus. And a lot of times when people, you know, have fitness new year's resolutions, that's their goals to lose weight, lose body fat. And we set this goal of, okay, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to lose 40 pounds. I want to lose 50 pounds. That sounds like a lofty goal. But if we break that down to your point of kind of breaking it down into smaller goals, if you take, you know, 50 pounds of, of fat loss, say you lost one pound of fat a week, which is a significant amount of body fat. That's a consistent amount of body fat that you can lose. Healthy amount. To yes. Lose. It's a healthy amount to lose consistently every week by following a structured workout plan and a nutrition plan and living a healthy lifestyle and still being able to balance your life and not having to eat chicken and rice and broccoli every meal. Over the course of a year, if you lost one pound of fat every single week, 50 weeks, that's less than a year to lose 50 pounds of body fat, 50 pounds of body fat is a huge amount of body fat. And that is, you know, one of the tools that we use here that we've talked about before is our in-body machine where having the ability to see the composition of the weight that we're gaining or losing. So the in-body is able to calculate your weight, your muscle mass, body fat, your water, all other metrics um, on the in-body. Having the ability to see that is is super powerful. And if you have access to an in-body, I urge you to, to get an in-body scan, especially at the beginning of the year, or if you live anywhere close, reach out to us and, and we can set something up. But it, it's such a powerful tool to have that feedback because having that lofty goal of 50 pounds of weight loss, that sounds very daunting. Mm-hmm. And most of the times, if you don't break it up into smaller goals or you don't come up with a game plan, okay, we're going to lose 50 pounds. Here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do to get there. It's yeah. gonna You're going to lose one or two pounds of fat a week. But if you can consistently do that over the course of the next six to 12 months, you're going to see dramatic results. And I think that's very powerful. Yeah. And then to lead to that point too, you know, losing that weight, it's more likely to stay off because when you lose 50, if you are to lose 50 pounds super quick within like a couple months, chances are you were starving yourself, your body's stressed. Um, you were doing something that was probably unhealthy. And the second that you go back to your normal habits and eat your normal amount that you typically would be eating and not working out as much as you were, that weight just comes back. So by breaking it down and stretching out that timeline, you're more likely to keep that weight off and enjoy the process. So, Yeah. So tip one to recap is, Make sure that you're being realistic with your goals and your timelines. You're setting goals and, and I'm all about setting big goals. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, when someone says, Hey, I want to do this and it sounds a little crazy. I'm a huge fan of that myself Love crazy because yeah, I love it. Like that's, I'm (laughs) all for it, but just make sure that you're giving yourself enough time to achieve that goal. Alyssa used the example of a half marathon or a marathon or even a 5k, 10k. You can't just expect to go run any of those races tomorrow. But if you put a good game plan together, even if you're not currently running or not an experienced runner, you can set up a game plan to see a really good outcome on race day to where you can really perform and and give your best effort. But there has to be some structure around that. And there has to be some sort of game plan and you have to give yourself enough time. I mean, we're going to run a marathon this year. We're also going to do a half marathon and a couple other races. And we'll talk about that in depth in our YouTube videos. So make sure you go check those out. Um, But 
we are going to put together a really solid game plan that's going to take the course of, you know, for a marathon train is going to take at least 12 weeks leading up to that marathon. It's not like we're just going to go run 26 miles one day. It's going to be a very structured game plan or fueling or everything that we're doing is very structured and very detailed. But if you put that game plan together, you give yourself enough time, you can achieve any goal. So just make sure that when you're thinking of your new year's resolutions, you are coming up with that specific goal and matching it to the timeline and the necessary necessary things that you need to do to achieve that. All right, moving on to tip number two. We want to focus on letting everyone know what we're doing. So now that I have my goal, I'm going to let everyone know. I'm going to let the world know so that I can be surrounded by the encouragement and the motivation from others and they can help keep me accountable too. So you know, if, if I, for instance, have the goal of a fitness goal of getting into working out and losing weight, I'm going to hire a coach so that they can help keep me accountable. I'm going to let my family know what my goals are. I'm going to let my husband know, my kids, things like that, um, so that everyone around is aware of what you're doing and can help keep you motivated and hold you accountable. Yeah. Support is such a huge thing. And if you are trying to achieve a fitness goal, and you're not surrounding yourself by like-minded people, it's going to be really hard. Not saying that you can't do it. I mean, you definitely can. It's just going to be an uphill battle. And I'm not saying that you need to like disassociate with anybody that doesn't, doesn't share that goal. It's just letting people know. And if people care about you and they are your friends or your family or your loved ones, they're going to support you. They're going to ask you questions about your goals. They're going to help you in ways that they can. Maybe you might motivate someone to, to set a goal as well Yeah. to where maybe they, you know, maybe that's not on their radar. Maybe that's not something that they're thinking about, or maybe they're not prioritizing their health now. And you might inspire someone to, to also go on that journey, or maybe a friend or family member wants to go on that journey with you. They want to work out with you. They want to cook meals together. They want to help, you know, navigate that together and experience that together. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it's all about at the end of the day is surrounding yourself with like-minded people and just telling people what you're doing. It doesn't have to be a bragging no. thing. It doesn't have to be a, hey, look what I'm doing. It's it's more of this is what I'm doing. And, you know, if, if anybody that cares about you is going to be interested in it and is going to show cheer support for that and cheer you on, yes. Because at the end of the day, the people that care about you are the ones that want to see you win. Yeah, for sure. And I always think the buddy system is such a great, great way to accomplish a goal too. Like, I'm so thankful that I have a buddy that I live with and That's work me. with <laughs> and that, you know, like it's what the elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> and it's, it's like along the way, you know, like you're going to have days where like you don't want to work out just because we are trainers and we are, you know, fitness influencers doesn't mean every single day I wake up and I go, Oh my God, I can't wait to work out, you know, but having somebody like Jordan along my side is helpful because he helps motivate me and encourage me because maybe that day I'm not feeling super encouraged, but I look over and he's like crushing his workout and I'm like, okay, all right. Maybe, maybe I do feel like working out now. Like when you're surrounded by that environment and, and good people and positive energy, it, it amps up, you know, how you're feeling. So yeah. I mean, energy is so contagious. Yeah. I'm such There's- a vibe person. There's days where, yeah, exactly to your point. I love working out. 
Working out is my life. It's always been like my outlet. But there's days where it's harder than others. There's days Mm -hmm. where I don't feel like like putting 100% effort or, hey, I got four hours to sleep last night. Today's been a, a stressful day of business. It's been really heavy with the kids. We have lots of activities. There's a lot of life life factors that we can't necessarily control. Absolutely. But when you have support, so like you said, I'm so I'm so grateful to have you because we do feed off each other and we pick each other up and and being able to be there for each other and understand what you th- each other's going through is super powerful. I'm not saying that you have to have a workout partner. Some people no, yeah. don't love to work out in pairs. Some people like to be lone wolves and work out by themselves. But at least if you can have, you know, people that you know at the gym or someone that you know over social media that you can talk about your fitness with or just a family member or somebody that that maybe isn't experiencing it but is there to listen, I think it's super powerful to keep you going because at the end of the day, the only bad workout is the one that didn't happen. And if you go through your workout and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a PR type workout but you got it in – in my book, that's a win. And if you keep stacking those wins over time, okay, I got my goal is to get four workouts in and I got all four of those in this week, second week, third week, fourth week, you do that consistently over time. That's where you're really going to start to see that, that progress that you want to see. But that all starts by being consistent and you're going to be consistent by setting realistic goals and having a support system around that to help see you through the finish line. Yeah. And you never know who you're inspiring. So like Jordan said before too, you know, sharing your goals and your new year's resolutions with family members and friends, and they may be inspired like the marathon. Like I didn't really have the goal of, of doing a marathon. Um, I've always been intrigued by the half marathons. Um, and then we just did our half marathon and Jordan mentioned that he wanted to do a full marathon. And I was like, eh, I'll let you know how I'm feeling. Um, and you know, like the more and more we get into running, the more and more I enjoy it. And it encouraged me to join with him. But just because you have a goal doesn't mean that necessarily everyone else around you has to have that same goal, but it, but it doesn't mean they can't support you along your journey. So, yeah, yeah. I think that that is super powerful. And two, like you mentioned, if you're somebody that struggles with accountability, it's exactly why we do what we do. We're we're here to help people with their accountability and help people stay consistent. And anybody that's listening, if you are struggling with accountability, we'd love to help you any way that we can. Obviously, our brick and mortar gym is here in Omaha, Nebraska, but we also post content weekly to help you reach your fitness goals, show you what we're doing and documenting that process. So if you're somebody that it doesn't even have to be the same goal, but when you see people that are out there, you know, like Alyssa motivates me because she's always working towards something and vice versa. And I think that's super powerful. So if there's any sort of goal that you have and you're interested in putting a program together, let us know. Yeah. Or if you have questions, reach out. We're, we're here to help. That's exactly why we do what we do because we love helping people we love seeing people succeed because that fills my cup. At the end of the day, I love seeing people win, friends, family, yeah. clients. Like when they see just, even if it's small, you know, like, hey, you did 10 reps on a bench press with X weight and last week you did eight. Like that's a win. But yes. when you celebrate those little victories over time and then three months goes by, six months goes by, nine months goes by and you're like, 
wow, this is, this is an amazing amount of progress that I've made because it was consistent and because, you know, you just always set that bar a little bit higher. Yeah. And it may not be a physical appearance change, but, but those small victories of, of gaining strength and, and mental strength. I mean, it's, it's mentally tough to even get into the gym for some people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, you know, just getting in the gym and, and even if it's just walking on the treadmill, getting in movement, anything just, just to get you in that routine. So that leads to tip number three, getting into a routine. So taking your goal and now that everyone knows what your goal is, we are setting up a routine to help us be sustainable with that goal. So if it is working out, piece together your day and find a time during the day that you can block out for your workout. I don't care if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is, make sure that you can fit in the time to do that. And and it will become a routine. And then you won't even be realizing, you know, that, that you're doing it because it's just a part of your day. I, whenever I get a new client and I'm structuring it, the most successful people are the ones that can do it at the same time. Now, everybody's schedule might be different and you might not be able to allot that time every single day. It might be different. And that's, you know, kind of us too as well. Mm -hmm. But as far as my experience with training and training clients, if you can find a time of the day where you can be consistent with, you're going to be able to stick to that structure so much better. And you're going to be able to be consistent with your workouts and in turn, see better progress because you're, you're structuring your day. If you know, Hey, I'm working out with Alyssa at 10 AM and I know, you know, 10 (laughs) AM. If I know I'm working out with Alyssa at 10 AM and I know that, you know, maybe you work from home, we work remote and I got to start work by seven, get some work done. Um, and then go see Alyssa and then I got to get this done and then I got to do this and go pick up the kids and you know, you structure your day around it and you build out your, your day hour by hour, what that looks like, you're going to be able to be so much more consistent. And that's what I found is with the clients that, okay, I'm seeing Jordan this day and this day at this time, and they're going to plan their lives around that. Mm -hmm. It really does help with, with consistency. And that's one of the, the biggest things is accountability and consistency is huge. Yep. Yeah. And when you're planning that workout time too, you can also structure your meal timing around that too. So if you know you're working out, like you said, at 10 a.m., I can say I can set an alarm or put in my my calendar like, okay, I know I need to fuel my body before this workout. So I need to make sure I eat an apple or something 30 minutes prior to my workout session and sip on my pre-workout or whatever it is. And then make that time to get to the gym, get ready, get your mind right, and then leave that little time on the back end to get in a post-workout protein shake or something. So just plan, structure. Whenever we plan something, we're more likely to do it. And especially when it involves meeting somebody else, like we talked about the buddy system or hiring a trainer, when you have that plan, just like when you make an appointment for your nails, your hair, go to the doctor, you're less likely to cancel those appointments because you have made the commitment to be there. So accountability. My next tip that I have, so tip number four, is going to be finding something that you generally love. Now, you may be somebody that doesn't love working out, 
and you haven't found anything that you really enjoy. And what I have to say to those people is just keep, keep going, keep trying to work out, keep trying to find different things and try new things within every program. You're going to need some sort of strength work. You're going to need some sort of conditioning work. You're going to need to prioritize your nutrition that those are three pillars. But if you can find something that you generally enjoy, and it doesn't have to be every single workout, but if you can find things that you can somewhat look forward to going to the gym, I think that is super helpful versus if you are somebody that is just dreading going to the gym, dreading what you're doing, I think that's a really easy way for you to get lost and just fall off very quickly. So finding things that you enjoy most of the time. Now I do want to say like, you're probably not going to enjoy every single workout. Maybe you're somebody that doesn't love doing cardio. Find some variation of cardio that you like. So it doesn't have to be walking on the treadmill, running on the treadmill, going for runs. It doesn't have to be a rower, a bike. It doesn't have to be your traditional cardio. Maybe you like walking around a shopping mall with a friend or by yourself for a half hour. You can carve some time out for that or walking outside or biking or maybe you like playing pickleball or whatever it is. Find ways that you can incorporate that into your life that is going to help you enjoy it. You might not enjoy Mm -hmm. every single workout, but if you can generally find some things that you're excited to do, it's so much easier to get into a routine, get into that workout, enjoy them and be consistent with workouts because you're just looking forward to that next workout because Mm -hmm. you're, you're building on top of something. You're like, okay, I accomplished this. Now I want to do this. And it starts to get into this really positive flywheel. So if you can generally enjoy what you, you do with your workouts, you're going to be able to, to see a lot of, a lot of success. Yeah. I have something to add to that. So if, if you take something that you enjoy doing, so for instance, if you're, if you like to binge watch a Netflix series, you could take that and combine it with your workout by, you know, putting your phone up on the treadmill and watching it while you're getting in some movement, take your mind off it. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Jordan and I have mentioned in previous episodes, we like to listen to podcasts sometimes when we're running. So taking something that I enjoy doing and combining it with your workout. I love that. Yeah. It, it kind of distracts your mind or, or even like in your daily routine, if you wake up every morning and you instantly turn on, you know, the news or you instantly turn on a podcast, add that walk into that routine. So then you're getting in that extra movement and, and that's just one way to start your your journey i think that's a great tip i mean yeah if you if you're somebody like i hate working out i've tried it all yeah i don't like any form of exercise or i hate strength training or i hate cardio or i hate stretching yeah take something that you love i love music yeah. i love podcasts i've always loved love just beats of music and mm-hmm. and if you take that and you're like okay i'm gonna mix this with i hate stretching but i'm gonna listen to my favorite music while i'm stretching you're yeah. just going to enjoy that that so much more and you might get to the point where you start enjoying that because you associate it with what you with, do enjoy. with fulfillment and yeah you enjoy so that's that's a great tip i love that yeah so after you set realistic goals you set up your support system and you tell people what you're doing and you create some structure around it and find some sort of enjoyment. fulfillment enjoyment out of those workouts the next thing to do is to monitor your program and make sure that your One, adhering to the program, so Mm -hmm. making adjustments as needed, whether you need to add more, add less, or make any adjustments up and down. 
Um, another thing is to make sure that you're making progress. So if you're not seeing progress and within a given time frame, don't, don't go to the gym two days and like, I didn't lose weight. Yeah. It takes time to see body composition change. Like I'm talking about a month goes by, two months goes by and you haven't made any progress in and any And be real area. with yourself. Yes. Be real with yourself. <laughs> yes. And that's exactly mm-hmm. leading to my, to my point is if you're doing the perfect workout, but you're not eating and, and supporting your goals through your nutrition, that's a huge area of opportunity. Or you're doing great with your nutrition and you're doing great with your workouts, but you're sleeping like trash. You're sleeping four hours a night. Okay, that's a huge area of opportunity. So reassess your program and constantly be on the lookout for ways that you can optimize and improve your program because there's always ways that you can get better and fine tune things. And as you get more and more into your fitness, you're going to realize that all of these little pieces do matter and you can just you know manipulate things here and there. It doesn't have to be this huge, I'm going to completely do a different workout program, completely do a different diet. I'm going to buy this gadget that's going to be the answer to all my problems it's really just optimizing these little things and tweaking these little parts of our fitness and our health that can make a huge difference. So always be on the lookout for ways that you can one make changes to your program for, for the positive, for the better to adhere better to the program, to see better results, but two, just to always be looking for ways that you can get better and just optimize your workouts in general. Yeah. So you can do that by tracking workouts, keeping track of your weights and if you're increasing your weight and getting stronger, you can do that by also keeping track of your water intake because sometimes it is just a small little tweak that you're missing and maybe you're not seeing that weight loss um, consistently and, and it's just a matter of, okay, are you stressed this week? What can we do to you know monitor, limit some of the stress? Um, and so just keeping track of those things and, and, uh, keeping track of your calories. So your macros, and I'm talking like we're, we're tracking if our kids don't finish their meal and, and we're eating the rest of their meal. Like those things count. Unfortunately, they do. They're not free calories. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, the, the five goldfish of your child said that counts, but Um, just, and I'm not saying be obsessive with these things, but if you have a goal and you're trying to get there and you're confused why you're not able to get there, you have to be real with yourself and look at those little things and those little details and, and having that accountability and that support team, I think is huge because if it does come down to, Hey, I'm, I'm super stressed and I'm not getting enough sleep. Let your partner know, Hey, you know, I'm struggling this week, you know, my, my weight loss is at a plateau and I'm noticing that I'm a little more stressed than normal. I'm not getting as much sleep as normal. Can you help me out? That way they are aware and they can, you know, acknowledge that and and support you. So. Yeah. I think that exactly to your point, like we don't want to get to this part of this place where we're restricting everything, but we do want to establish a baseline and, Mm -hmm if you can establish your baseline and you're kind of, it doesn't have to be the same food every day. We're people that we can eat the same thing pretty much every day. Lucky for us. Some people aren't that way and that's perfectly fine. And they might have to eat different foods and come up with different recipes and different meals. But if you are tracking your food and you're hitting your workouts, you're getting your sleep, you're hitting your water, you're managing your stress and you're not seeing results, that is when it's time to really look at the program and say, okay, 
something is wrong. And it can be as simple as how many times have we seen where people are under eating? They're not fueling their bodies enough and your body is going to be super resistant to, to making any sort of body composition changes. So Mm -hmm. say your your goal is to lose weight and you're eating 1200 calories. I guarantee for anybody, unless you're like three years old, which probably even even. that, yeah, probably not (laughs) even that you need more than 1200 calories to sustain life and to, to work out, not even talking about working out. Like if you're working out, that is far too low. So make sure that you're, if you don't know what you're doing, either research yourself or talk to a professional and talk to someone that, that can help you because there are little, little things that you can do that is going to make all the difference. And that's going to lead us right into our next tip is when you don't see the results that you want to see, don't get frustrated. Don't give up. Everybody goes through these phases of ups and downs, just like life. There, there's so many ups and downs and you're not always winning and you're not always losing. And body composition change is very frustrating. It's something that your body was not built in a day. And in order to see the changes that you want to see, it's not going to happen in a day. I'm I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, (laughs) but if you gained 20 pounds, probably didn't happen overnight, probably happened over the course of months, maybe years, it's going to take some time to get that off. And that's perfectly fine. You know, that's, that's part of the process. We just have to realize that it's going to take some time. And that's why all of these tips that we've given you are so, so important because it's so easy just to, at the end of the day, get frustrated and hang it up. And I don't know the exact stat, but it's, it's astonishing how many people that set out that come to the gym in January and how many people make it to like February and then how many people make it to March. It's, it's, it's an astonishing number of drop off and you can even see it. You can go to any commercial gym that first week of January. I think the place is popping. Like the gym is, is, is popping with people and you go in in February, a lot less people you go in March and it's, it's about back to normal. So I encourage you to, to really take your fitness goals as a challenge and you're going to learn a lot about yourself when you don't reach your fitness goals. It doesn't, you're not going to learn anything about yourself when you reach those fitness goals. I mean, you might feel some pride and you might feel a sense of accomplishment, but what you're going to learn is when you don't reach your fitness goals, who are you? Are you somebody that gives up? Are you somebody that, that stops adhering to the program or are you somebody that is going to persevere or make the necessary changes that you need to make in order to reach those goals. And that's what I really encourage you to do is be someone that is going to stick through it and is going to get through those hard times. And I promise you, you're going to grow as a person and you will reach your fitness goals. Yes, for sure. Um, I want to mention too, that we have clients who come in here I'm, I'll speak for myself, but I'm sure you have this too, because you do work with a lot of women as well. Um, but as we get older, our bodies change. We have babies, our hormones are going like this. And a lot of women come in and they see me and they're like, I don't understand, you know, five years ago or 20 years ago, when I gained this much weight, I could drop it like that. <laughs> and I'm like, I understand that, that back in 20 years ago, back 20 years ago, you were able to lose that like this, but you have to remember you didn't have kids. You didn't have a job that's full-time. You didn't have, you know, a, a mortgage and bills and 
all the other stressors that, that are factored in on that. So be nice to yourself, give yourself grace and realize like, you know, we are getting older and as we get older, it, it, it doesn't mean it's impossible, but it, it, it just is a different challenge that we have to maneuver. So I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah. It, it's a challenge. Exactly. The yeah. word that you used, it's when you approach it as a challenge, I think it is something that you can almost like work at continuously. And that is something that's going to lead me right to a point that I wanted to talk about is when we're working out, a lot of times we're so focused on the end result or the end goal. Yeah. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to run a marathon in this amount of time. I want to do this amount of pull-ups. I want to achieve this goal. Or I want to be this weight. I get yes. that one a lot. Like I want to weigh 120 pounds and it's like, why 120 pounds? Because that's what I was when I looked my best. Okay. Well that was 20 years ago again. Yeah. So I think the weight one, it, it, it's always like, just, just be realistic with, you know, I want to be healthier. I want to feel better. I want to be stronger. Like think about those goals instead of like focusing on this, this number on the scale. Yeah. And, and so what I have to say to that is enjoy the process of, of working out when, when we get so caught up in how fast am I going to reach this goal? How fast am I going to lose this weight? When am I going to see progress? Yes. We want to have a timeline. We want, we don't want to just, you know, be going through the motions and just being work, working out to, to see no results. No one wants to put in effort and not get any return out of that, but you really do need to just enjoy the process and really embrace those small little victories that you get along the way. They will be there and they are there. And, and when you really enjoy those things, I think it's easier to adhere to the program because if you're solely focused on losing 20 pounds in this amount of time frame, and if you don't achieve that, you don't feel good about yourself, mm -hmm. you don't feel any fulfillment, you're hanging up your fitness and you're going to try it again next year. That's not, that's not health. That's not living a healthy lifestyle. So get into that positive flywheel of enjoying your time with your workouts, whatever it may be, whether it's strength training, whether it's doing yoga, whether it's doing cardio, whether it's doing some mobility and some flexibility work or whatever aspect of fitness you're, you're into, just enjoy that process and embrace those little wins because if you look for them, they are there and it can be the smallest little thing. But if you take that and you almost like, okay, feel a sense of pride when you get those little victories, I lifted five more pounds. I was able to not use the block in yoga today. I was able to, to run a little faster mile time or whatever it is. It does help you like, okay, I am making these little changes and those little changes are what add up to those really big positive changes that we want, but you can't get that unless you embrace that process and you really start enjoying that process and get into that positive flywheel. I think you start enjoying it too when you start feeling better. Yeah. Like that is like a number one thing I hear from clients too is I'm like, Hey, you know, how, how are you feeling? Are you seeing weight loss? Like when we're checking in on those types of things, they're like, you know, honestly, I just, I just feel better. I have more energy and I just mood wise, I feel better overall. And so I think that alone like can encourage you to continue to get to the gym if you're just overall feeling better. So that's another, another reason to continue working out is, is the mood 
enhancer. Oh yeah. <laughs> and just health too. I mean, you, no matter if you have a family or not, we, we talk about family a lot because we have three boys and you know, that's, that's a big dynamic and a big part of our life. But no matter if you have a family or not, you have to think about, you know, what example do you want to set for the people around you? And I think if you can be someone that wants to set a positive example for the people around them, whether that's your kids. So for us, we always want to be a good role model for our children. And that's a huge motivator for us. And to we love that we have the luxury of bringing our children into the gym and like surrounding them with this lifestyle because it has taught us so much and we've learned and grown so much from this. And I'm really excited to see how that can positively impact not just them physically, but also just mentally. I mean, I, I've made probably just as much mental and, and emotional progress in the gym as I have physical. And that's maybe even more. I mean, who knows? Like it's really taught me a lot. And I think that if you can say, Hey, you know, yes, I have these fitness goals that are X, Y, and Z that I want to achieve this year, but make it deeper than that. Like we talked about your why in the past video, a big why for me is I want to set a good example for everyone that is around me. You know, Mm -hmm. we have our three boys want to set a good example for my wife and show her what type of man I am and what type of person I am, what I stand for. I want to set an example for my family, you know, my, my parents and my grandparents and cousins and sister and all my, my my family. And then also just, you know, our clients, I want to walk the walk to where we eat, breathe, and we sleep this fitness lifestyle. And I think that we want to set that example of we're not just people that, that are just here and not necessarily working out and actively working on our goals. And I think that's a huge motivator for us. So just finding ways that you can, can set an example for people and motivate people. And that's, it's a really powerful thing when, when that happens. I hope that all of these tips will be useful for you guys in your new year's resolution journey. And you can continue to make progress throughout the whole year. So this is only the beginning of setting up your goals and you need to make sure that you hold yourself accountable throughout the year as well. So I hope these tips are useful and you can see some benefit in using some of these tips. Yeah. I would love to see everybody that I'm around, that I'm in contact with, that I know I would love to see everybody succeed. And that's really, really awesome. If you can, can achieve a fitness goal, small or big, if you can take some of these tips that we've shared with you today, or even if it's one tip that you really latch onto, you really, really kind of vibe with. And if you can take that in and if it can help you in any way, then it's exactly why, why we do what we do. We want to see people succeed and reach their fitness goals because we know how that makes us feel when we achieve a goal. So I would love to, to have other people experience this for themselves and get into that positive flywheel of what fitness is and living that fitness lifestyle is because once you get into that routine, it becomes a part of your life and you're going to do it for your life. And I think that's, that's really our goal and our mission is to show you how you can incorporate fitness into your lifestyle and, and make it a part of your life. Yeah. And our specific um, talk today was about fitness, but you can have multiple different new year's goals that, that you could com- like apply this towards too. So I hope all of this information is useful for 
all different types of people. Oh yeah. We got some, we got some big goals in 2024 that are not related to our fitness. So we'll be talking about that then in future podcast episodes. So stay tuned for that. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode five of the grind sleep repeat podcast. Go out and set your goals, set them high, give yourself enough time to do them, surround yourself with support and stay consistent with it and find fulfillment from it. And I promise you that if you do that, you can achieve your goals. It is possible. So thanks for tuning in guys. We will see you guys in the next episode.